Welcome to the annual WrestleGeddon Podcast Awards. I'm one of your hosts, Garrett G Money Bun. To my left, but not actually on my left, Chris the Heat Matthews, and on my right, but not actually to my right, the Tennessee Jesus, Carl Crossland. What's up, fellas? How we feeling? Uh feeling pretty shitty, but Last time I'm gonna try tongue uh, kissing Chris on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I swear, what? Yes, it was a wasn't a good experience, Carl. So, <laughs> <laughs> hear the result. Sound like y'all both got the bad end of the stick on that. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty bad. Speaking of sticks. Right on right. I just don't ask about stuff in the car anymore. No, because it's always random. Oh, yeah. Always random. Random band interesting. Oh yeah, let's kick it, baby. Have a good time. It's not planned. Did you? Hey, did you leave? Uh, did you leave Mercury in the microwave again? Leave Mercury in the microwave. <laughs> Hey, you've never seen oh. that fucking thing where they're like, there's mercury in the microwave, and they're like, Freddy, no! <laughs> and they open it, they open it, and he goes, I want to break free. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> it's pretty damn funny. Oh, <clears throat> I'll try not to. <laughs> All right, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Is that one of my still mine? I already know what you're gonna pick. Like a virgin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what's so funny? So, so I literally I was talking to Katie, and I said, I said, uh, I said, what? I said, uh, yeah. I said we're doing Madonna this week. What songs do you think we should do? And she, she's sitting there look thinking about songs. She said immediately, "Oh, Carl's picking like a virgin." <laughs> <laughs> Already know. <laughs> I was thinking about doing that and then doing the uh, like the American Pie, like gives my pants every time a female wrestler touches me. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's funny. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right, Garrett, what'd you pick? <clears throat> um, hold, hold on. I know what I picked. I just gotta remember the name of it. Hold on. Go go ahead. You go well, no, I'm just uh, You probably picked that Austin Powers uh song or whatever it was. 
No. Uh, I picked the freaking uh, song from uh, the James Bond movie. Uh, James Bond movie. Yeah. You remember you're talking about Austin Powers movie? We have to get right now. I don't remember Madonna having a song in Bond. She had a song in the Austin Powers movie. <clears throat> oh, I guess she did. Oh, uh, she yeah. did? Yeah. What Bond movie? Day. Yes, Die Another Day. That's it. I fucking knew oh. I knew what it was. But that's the song I picked. Through some asking of someone else. Okay. Well, I I picked La Isla Bonita. <laughs> there you go. Don't cry for me. <laughs> awesome. All right. What we got for next week, Carl? Next week we have Foster the People. I don't think I've heard a single song by them. Yeah, you have. You have. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the first song you probably Google you'll, after you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah, I know that song. No. Eh, we'll, we'll figure it out then. Oh, yeah, the kids with the pumped up kicks you better run. Oh, better run. Faster than anybody. All right, foster the people next week for a random band. Let's go ahead and get into what everyone's here for the Russell Gaddon Podcast Awards. Awards, awards, it's time for the awards. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the most prestigious awards handed out in wrestling today. Most people feel accomplished after they get their championship ring or their Hall of Fame induction coat. But what they really want is a Russell Gettin Award. Absolutely. Hell yeah. All right. So break this down. Each one of us has picked a talent for each of the following categories. Of course, some might be the same, some won't. This is all strictly our opinion. Like everything is subjective. So sit back and enjoy. Or don't, and if I you don't, like fuck you. I like the music. I like the music. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> like official. Official, official. Like around like TBS in like 1984 or something. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, let's get into it here. Let's kick it off with a bang. Best male wrestler. 2023. <clears throat> well, uh, I think we all we all picked someone it. different. Yes, we did. I was very surprised at that one. Yeah, we did. Um, I'll kick it off here on this one. I picked Seth Rollins. I think he, my opinion, had probably one of the better years than most other wrestlers have. 
as far as like consistent work rate and everything and great programs, great feuds. Can't really, can't really say anything bad about Rollins. Yep. Yeah. He was my pick last year, I believe. Uh, so. Or best, best wrestler. So. <clears throat> yep. Not a bad pick. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Except for my pick. Uh, which is a true uh, best male wrestler. And uh, I'm going to have to go with the guy that's had probably like the better matches uh, than anyone else this year. Like I could think of maybe three or four matches that are probably a match of the year. And that is your homeboy uh, from across the pond, Will Ospreay. And I think his biggest uh, accomplishment uh, this year is He's on a lot of American TV, uh, not just, you know, Japanese television this year uh, with matches in, you know, AEW and TNA and some independent shows here in the States. So. Oh, that's true. And it's just going to get better with him signing with AEW. Yep. Yeah. Sign with AEW, brother. And uh, my uh, best rest of the year uh, just had a, a new kid, had a kid with his wife. They just gave birth like a couple days ago. And uh, a proud father is going to have a kid that's going to smack the shit out of some people when he gets older or she gets older. Uh, and that is Gunta. I thought his IC title run has been amazing. He's had like really good matches all year. Whether it be with, you know, with Drew, his matches with Gable are phenomenal. So, really good matches there. Nice. And I got to yeah, I... when uh, Gunther's kid was born and, you know, the doctor smacked it. The kid turned around and chopped the shit out of the doctor. Yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> or maybe maybe Gunther was the one that slapped it. Like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Earth, baby. Uh, I I also heard that the kid came out like back hands behind his back, <laughs> full on Imperium pose, ready to go, yeah, ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gunther was probably my runner up. Uh, you know, I I was having you know time time picking between the best because there's a lot of good wrestlers this year, uh, and you could probably. We pick, you know, between another four or five different wrestlers, but uh, Gunther was probably like the the one I eliminated right before uh, Osprey. Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> I think with WWE specifically, once Vince kind of finally stepped away permanently, uh, before he kind of got got himself back in there a little bit with the Endeavor sale, then you know stepping away again. We've seen more people shine in WWE um, under the helm of Triple H. <clears throat> and, you know, Tony Khan's obsession with just giving us matches and not storylines um, kind of helped showcase a lot of these guys, too. Um, even though, even like the ones that didn't make our list, you know, like MJF and Adam Cole and guys like that, um, Swerve, who are like all top contenders for me for, you know, best male wrestler of the year. But, you know, Seth Rollins just kind of, in my opinion, outworked the majority of them. 
Like Swerve was very close second for me. Oh man, I'm gonna have no voice tomorrow. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, let's get into the best female wrestler of 2023. Um, Carl, why don't you go ahead and go first on this one? All right, I'll go first. Um, I picked Trinity. Uh, I wanted to, it was a, uh, between her and uh, I won't say who between her and another person that's on someone else's pick, but uh, I wanted to go with somebody that kind of elevated the division that they went into and her signing with TNA. And then, you know, I thought like she kind of really elevated uh, that uh, women's division once she got in there and, and actually brought something to the table. Uh, it made it real interesting again. I have to agree with that one. TNA always always had a solid women's division, but I think with that uh, that addition to Trinity has helped tremendously for them, especially bringing more eyes onto the product because Trinity brings a lot of fans with her. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, Garrett, what you got? I went with uh, our uh, current SmackDown, whatever you want to call it. Women's champion, world women's champion. I don't know what the fuck it's called anymore. Smack the WWE women's universal champion. There we go. Uh, Io Sky, I think, when she uh won the title at Backlash, she's had some good feuds with a few different people, and I think she really broke out this year. And uh, could have thought about putting her there, but I think she like overall for. Kind of like the women's division was kind of the consistent outside of uh, one other wrestler who someone may have on their list. But I just kind of wanted to shout her out. Thought she had a really good year and was honestly had some really good feuds with some people as well. So like Oscar and, um, and Charlotte. Damage control really picked up this year too. Yeah. Um, especially with the addition of Kyrie Sane and Asuka to the group and Io getting the women's title after winning Money in the Bank. It's just amazing. Great year for damage control. Much better than their uh, their debut year. <clears throat> um, I went with uh, Rhea Ripley, the mommy herself. Um, arguably probably one of the most over women's wrestlers in WWE right now, if not professional wrestling. Like there's no denying the appeal that she has, um, the the role that she's been on, and kind of solidifying herself as the the leader of the Judgment Day, um, unofficial leader of the Judgment Day. Everyone seems to fall in line when she starts barking at them anyway. So, um, it's just great matches with her all around. Like I, I don't, know, I really can't say anything negative about Rhea Ripley, <clears throat> and I don't want her to come kick my ass. <laughs> yeah, she was uh um uh, you know up in my my list too. Uh I probably maybe would have went with her uh if uh she didn't get picked first. Uh but uh yeah for me I just like to see like the only thing with her is just there's like nobody that can really you can really see beating her. And I just hope like this year, you know, we'll have somebody like step into uh the raw women's, you know, uh, uh, event 
to kind of challenge her. Like, I would like to see somebody that can actually defeat her, or at least make me think yes, they're going to beat her. I think, uh, you know, that might be the role for uh, Jade Cargill. Maybe. She makes her debut. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see on that one. All right, awesome. So that was the best female. Let's go ahead and move over to the best tag team or stable of 2023. Garrett, go ahead and go first on this one. Well, seeing as I'm the only one that has something different in this category, uh, I went with, uh, you know, a forgotten team that, you know, we haven't seen in most of the end of the year, but still had a great start of the year on uh, that team being FTR. Absolutely. Um, they made you uh, know, ESPN's best, best tag team of the year. Yep. I mean, they're, uh, I mean, shit, you could say they're two out of three falls with the, uh, the Golden Club, Bullet Club, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Bullet Club Bullet Gold. Club like yeah. That two out of three falls match was fucking awesome. I mean, yep. heck, their match with when they lost the titles was still good. I mean, they had a lot of feuds at the beginning of the year as well. So, I mean, I think they had a really good start of the year that kind of put them there. And, I mean, now that they've stepped away, yeah. I mean, they're kind of gone forgotten. But, you know, never forgotten in my heart. I kind of feel like a lot of the guys that were tight with CM Punk and AEW have kind of got pushed to the wayside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> that's just, it's all right. That's opinion, it's all right. I'll uh, I'll take uh, FTR back in WWE. Cool with it. They could use them anyway. <laughs> if uh, they use Carl, them. Carl, you and I both had the uh, the same pick for this one. So uh, the Judgment Day. Yeah, yeah. This one was hard. I it was hard to come up with anybody else um, for this pick. Uh, Judgment Day by far has been probably like one of the most entertaining uh, factions. Uh, not just on like one brand, but SmackDown, Raw, NXT, uh, TikTok. You know, uh, I've been pretty. Uh, entertaining, being serious when they need to be serious, being comedic relief when they need to be comedic relief. Take it. Um, you so, know. <laughs> go ahead, Garrett. So, so Chris, I'll ask you what I asked uh, Carl since I made this comment to him. Do you think that you would have picked the Judgment Day if Dominic wasn't in the group? <clears throat> yes. Okay. If they continued on the same role that they were on without Dominic, yes. Well, fortunately, Dominic got added to the group, and then we're at. But I think that they picked up huge, um, especially towards the later part of this year. Um with the uh, the priest money in the bank win, pretty much since like WrestleMania, they've kind of were up on a uh, upward swing, and they've yeah. been involved in some pretty good story arcs. Um, <clears throat> the stuff with Dominic and the uh, North American Championship was pretty good. It's probably one of the best things, and they were like everywhere for like four or five months straight on every show: yeah. NXT, Raw, SmackDown. Like you couldn't turn on anything without seeing someone involved in the judgment day 
And the okay. stuff now with our truth since he's come back has been like freaking genius and amazing. Um, just, just their adaptability as far as like an overall group to, like Carl said, be serious, be funny, <clears throat> be ruthless when they need to be. It's kind of what kind of put them over the top. Where other other tag teams or factions like Bullet Club Gold have kind of like went up and then just straight down. Sure. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so this best tag team, most improved of 2023. Um, circle back around to me. I'll kick this one off. I went with uh, Julia Hart. I think she's come a long way uh, from being the cheerleader into finding her footing into the house of black and getting her <clears throat> ring prowess up and she's just been on a tear like the last five six months her tbs champion going into Abaddon's end with her feud with abaddon so she'll be pretty solid heck yeah awesome all right carl I think this one is one of those ones, too, where, I mean, it has to be, to me, Dominic Mysterio, uh, hands down. Um, I remember, you know, a year ago, you'd ask me, like, who one of the worst wrestlers is, and I'd probably be like, oh, Dominic Mysterio, you know, piggybacking off his, his dad's back. And it's like, ever since, ever since you know, mommy got a hold of him, uh, and then he went to WrestleMania, That's had the, the best the best entrance of the fucking year. Uh, had the match with his dad, um, um, and then you know had the match. Uh, got the you know North American title twice, uh, and uh, I mean even some of the you know matches like you know they threw. Uh, CM Punk. I don't know if y'all seen uh, any of the house show footage, but yeah, it's awesome. Uh, with him and Punk. yeah, yeah, awesome yeah. Of that. yeah, and he holds he holds his own. Like he he's his own man now, and I, I think he's probably the most improved wrestler uh, in my mind over you know a, a year's difference um, from last year. Honestly, I think we I think we might have majority picked. Dom as worst wrestler of 2022. Probably. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if at least one of us did. <laughs> awesome. All right, Garrett, what you got? I went with uh, Tiffany Stratton. Um, I think she was someone we weren't really too sure on of at the end of last year. Um, she came out this year, won, winning the Women's World NXT Championship. I think she had a hell of a run with it. Um, and I think she definitely improved in my eyes and um, had a really good year overall. I mean, she's honestly probably one of the best freaking wrestlers in NXT, in my opinion, currently. She, she improved in your eyes? Oh, yeah. She improved in my eyes. <laughs> she definitely did. I remember when she debuted, and she was just freaking annoying. <clears throat> and then yeah. Kinda, like took the upswing with her and she they figured out what to do with her, I think. <clears throat> I think a part of that too was you're looking at a point where because when she debuted is when Vince had his hands in NXT. Yep. <clears throat> so once Michaels got 
you know, control over creative and NXT and figured out, all right, let's do this. And that's where, you know, shot gold and, you know, took off from there with a lot of, a lot of talent down there. Awesome. All right. Uh, breakout star of 2023. Uh, Carl, go ahead and take this one first. I think there's only one answer for this one, uh, too. And that is uh, L.A. Knight. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I always liked L.A. Knight. I ain't going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, like I didn't know who he was or anything like that. But his his uh, path in WWE wasn't – like he was doing pretty good in NXT and they get called up to the main roster and then – uh, you know, kind of got thrown in some bad, uh, bad feuds, and then you know, his his skill on that mic, man, uh, won the crowd over, and uh, I, now it's probably one of the most popular superstars in the WWE right now. Uh, definitely sold a hell out of some shirts. Absolutely, I mean that's something. That you can see if you watched him in TNA um, under Eli Drake and then yeah. NWA. And you see this stuff. You see how well he is on the mic, how well he is in the ring. <clears throat> then to get to WWE and he's you know, doing great in NXT, they bring him up as Max Dupree and they put him with male models. And it just completely stifled his character. Mm-hmm. And then Triple H comes in and is like, nah, we're done with that. You know, LA Knight. Bring it back. So and that's the uh, from there. It just took a little bit to get it cooking. And once he caught on and it got cooking, we were rolling. So hell we'll see, yeah. Uh, that momentum can continue in the 2024. Uh Garrett, you're a breakout star of 2023. I went with him, Carmelo Hayes. Um I, I think he came out this year. Like I mean I think everybody was thinking that this year was the year of Braun for NXT title, and he kind of shut the door on that and kind of was the year of Carmelo as NXT champion. Um, and, like, I mean, all his feuds, whether it was with Braun, um, his stuff with Elia was really good. Um, I feel like I'm missing some. I mean, his match, I think he had a match with Corbin was good. Like, any match you put him in, like, he just... Yeah. Throws it out of the park. Like, he's by far probably the best re- male wrestler in NXT, to be completely honest. Oh, by, by far, yeah. By far. Absolutely. So, um, definitely excited to see what's for him in 2024 as well. Hopefully, he gets called up and pushed pretty hardcore. But I think he's going to. He was part of that U.S. title tournament. Yes. Yeah. It's just really crowded. So if he gets called up, it would it'd just be interesting yeah, to see what they do with him. Yeah. 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 I can agree with that. Awesome. All right. Um, my breakout star, Christian Cage. I mean, it's funny because, <laughs> you know, because Christian, you don't think of him going as like a breakout star. Carl and I were dying laughing <laughs> at this today. No, but here, look, his last run in WWE wasn't that great. Like, got to the point where, you know, he left. You know, we thought he couldn't wrestle again anymore. Comes back in AEW. We're like, okay. Like, I was excited because I love Christian. And then 
you see him going through like all this face stuff and then he finally turns heel <clears throat> and we get like this nice heel run with Christian. Yeah. And then we see him, you know, with Jungle Boy, which is probably like the best thing that Jungle Boy's ever had happen to him in his entire wrestling career was feuding with Christian. Um, Christian takes Luchasaurus, goes off with that, you know, starts his own group, the patriarchy, <clears throat> and then gets Nick Wayne and then has Nick Wayne's mom come in. Then it gets, you know, Ed shows up or Adam Copeland shows up and they get a feud with them. And then you get this great match with the two of them. Just Christian's heel work and his mic work in AEW, I think is far superior than anything he's ever done. I want to say anything that he's ever done, but the majority of what he's done in his WWE career. And WWE just, career, yeah. His TNA career. TNA his, career was amazing. Though. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, you know, I, I don't. He's, like, he's the heel to watch. He's the biggest heel on AEW yeah. right now. So. Uh, well, I guess it's Swerve is still a heel, right? Uh, I think Swerve is too over to be a heel at yeah, this point. Yeah, Swerve's gotten way too over. So he's still kind of like heelish, but he's kind of more like that that in between like Stone Cold Steve Austin type character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh I started to go with Swerve and uh, I felt bad because I'm like, well, you know, this ain't really his breakout. Uh because he was pretty good in WWE and then he went with Chris and Cage and I'm like, yeah, I don't feel bad for considering <laughs> Swerve for that. <laughs> no, I just it's just to me like Christian has stood out more than most of the AEW roster has. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's- I mean, because he, he's the only one that's kind of been building story. Right? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he's the only one that's really had, like, yeah. a story going. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's one of the big things, too, that drew me to going with Christian as the breakout. And it's like, you're taking these guys like Luchasaurus and, you know, Nick Wayne, and you're putting your name behind them to kind of, you know, push them a little bit forward. And, like, I just, like I said, Christian's probably the, the best heel in AEW. So he hands it out. <clears throat> oh, awesome. All right, let's get into the best feud of 2023. Uh, Garrett. I went with uh, Hangman Adam Page and Swerve Strickland. I thought the feud was... All their matches were fucking like probably the best matches on any fucking card that AEW put out for the pay-per-views. Uh, these guys beat the living shit out of each other. And it made you feel like they might kill each other outside uh, on the street. They brought that, that element of realism into that feud. Yep. What made it probably one of the better feuds. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. That Texas death match, too. Freaking phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Um, my best feud, I went with Sammy versus the Bloodline. With that culmination at WrestleMania uh, with KO and Sammy versus uh, the Usos. Just that whole storyline coming out of 2022 into 2023. <clears throat> um, just the whole, like... Um, Redemption to Sami Zayn, pretty much what it is. So, um, 
I just I don't think there's any better storytelling, even though you know the majority of it came from the year prior, but they still built on it and stayed, still gave us a meaningful matchup to end that feud or mostly end that feud um, at this year's WrestleMania. I also want to say before Carl speaks, I think I think Carl has me and you mixed up because all day he kept like saying like I'm like a Sami Zayn super fangirl or something, <laughs> and I haven't picked Sami Zayn for anything, and Chris did, so I just want to get that point out there. But you picked the wrong person. I'm not. I'm not the super fangirl. I picked Sammy for one thing. I know. One thing. <laughs> he 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 got being like, you're gonna pick Sammy for best rest of the year. It's like no. <clears throat> oh, awesome. All right, Carl, what you got? Um so it was hard for me to pick out a, a feud. I was debating between like a bunch of them, uh, and one guy in particular was in a couple of those feuds. Uh, his name is Gunther, um, and I decided to go with his feud with Gable. Uh, to me, this is kind of like it's so simple, you know, like uh, you know, uh, what you can do with a story. You know, what I'm saying like. And we talk about, you know, AEW not being able to build stories and stuff like that. But a story is so simple of just, you know, can you last a certain amount of time with someone? Then you last that amount of time. And then you went in with a disqualification and then you get the title shot. Uh, it's like a real underdog story. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they kind of had you believing there for like a split second, you know, like, is he gonna be the one? Like, is this gonna? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. is this gonna happen? Yeah. But then it didn't, and that that's all the more awesome between between the both of them, and uh, I, I, that's why I think that's the best the best feud uh, of all. Didn't need any pay per view matches, you know. Yeah. It was all done on on Raw, um, and uh, yeah, yeah. That's my my feud of the year. Nice. All right. Uh, let's go before we get into the worst, <clears throat> the overall best wrestler of 2023. Uh, oh, yeah, it's my turn to go first. Okay. Uh, I picked Gunther as my overall best of 2023. <clears throat> Gunther's awesome. Like, like, and then they don't want to pick Seth Rollins twice. nothing wrong with it i mean it's like gunther has been one of those guys that you know like rollins has been consistent has been the workhorse he's been phenomenal matches as you go back to that triple threat match with him and drew mcintyre and sheamus um the the stare down between him and brock at the rumble like all this stuff like that gunther's been a part of throughout 2023 and then him, Intercontinental Champion, breaking Honky Tonk Man's record. Um, those great matches with Chad Gable. Um, it's just, Gunther's done a lot in 2023. I think deserves the overall best of 2023. So if we're going to talk about the overall best of 2023, 
I think it only matters if you get the hose watching. And there's one wrestler uh, that isn't really a wrestler, but he's got the hose watching, man. He's got the hose in the wrestling. Uh, and that's your boy, Zach Efron. Uh, <laughs> and his new movie, that uh, Iron Claw. Uh, no, all jokes aside, if I'm going to pick uh, you know, a wrestler that has to be different than my male uh, wrestler of the year, uh, I'm going to go with Dominic Mysterio. Uh, your boy's been putting in the work. I, I, I would say he's probably had the most televised and untelevised <laughs> matches. Uh, in the year, uh, he's been on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, uh, like I said, the house shows, um, and he's put people over and he's gotten over and, uh, I mean, that's what you want out of the kid. And he's one of my favorite heels, uh, in the business, uh, right now. Um, I I was going to give you Zach Efron, um, (laughs) saw an interview with Chavo because Chavo is the one that did the, uh, the training. For Iron Cold, mm-hmm. um, they filmed actual matches, like yeah, numerous yeah. matches during the course of filming between Zach Afron and Chavo to use as footage in that film. I know, so uh, like 15 I, 20 minute matches, like 10 15 times a day. Yeah, I know, uh, Chavo was talking about, I think it's in that same interview where he <laughs> was talking about, like, if he, yeah, if he like yeah. trained him for like a month, he'd be fine. <laughs> Or something yeah. like that, whatever time period it was, that he'd be like perfectly fine to wrestle a full blown like match and ring. So, so would not surprise me. So, uh, a lot of people like jumped on board with this Iron Claw movie, like people that you wouldn't even expect that are watching wrestling are like, oh my god, like this is amazing. This movie's been phenomenal. Like, I want to learn more about these people. Anywho, Garrett, go ahead. Well, I went with the actual best wrestler ever, and that's The Rock. I mean, he was on SmackDown. That's all I need. He's the best wrestler of all time, and nobody could beat The Rock. Anyways, I'll be like Carl. I won't bullshit around. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, I, I've been sitting here thinking, you know, we're not giving my boy any love. So if I got to pick someone different, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Maxwell Jacob Friedman. You want to talk about best wrestler? He's the best mic talker that uh, in there, probably top five of all of wrestling. He's put on matches all year. I know you don't like his face work, but man, that some bitch can make me laugh. And I mean, honestly, at the beginning of the year, he was a heel. So he's our scumbag. He is our scumbag. So if I had to, I had to say best wrestler. I think I'm a best overall. Then we go MJF. Yeah. That's a solid pick. I just, the, the only thing it turns me off with that is it's like, I haven't been a huge fan of the him and Adam Cole bromance, but other than that, it's, he's been pretty good. He's had some of the best matches this year, anyways. Uh, especially that Iron Man match was probably one of the best matches of the year. Oh, yeah. All right. Awesome. Let's get into the worst of 2023. This is always the fun part. Uh, worst male of 2023. Uh, Carl, your first on this one. You um, <clears throat> yeah, you want to say it at the same time? One, two, three. Jack Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's not because he got punk fired. 
Yeah, it is. Mine has to do with that. I mean, it's not just getting punk fired, but I mean, his in ring work hasn't been that great. Uh, his heel turn hasn't been that great. Uh, Cause divisions in the, your locker room. Uh, got CM Punk fired. Uh, you know, which, you know, could be the downfall of the company. <laughs> uh, and I just don't think, like, the, like, when you, you talk about, like, CM Punk and, you know, being a headache and stuff like that, generally people that are, like, headaches and stuff generally are good and are, you keep them, like, for example, I mean, as much as we had them, the young bucks are good, right? So you keep them around because they're the young bucks. Uh, Jack Perry, uh, marketing, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't have a lot to offer. So like, you can't be that big of a cancer uh, in the locker room, and you know, not have nothing to bring to the table. Like you're not Shawn Michaels or I was gonna say something, or, but I don't want to get the podcast canceled, so I'll shut my mouth. <laughs> uh, I just, Jack Perry is not superstar material. He's not a big draw. I mean, there's you know the AEW fans like I like AEW. I watch AEW every week. <clears throat> I'm not a Jack Perry fan. I like Jack Perry when he was with Luchasaurus. I love that tag team. I thought they were yeah. great. I thought they meshed well together. And I think splitting them up was a mistake. <clears throat> um, he's just not someone that I can see carrying a major title. No, I can't, I can't see him carrying any title outside of like a tag team title for AEW. The, like, the real question is: Is do you care more about Jack Perry or do you care more about uh, about his female uh, counterpart? He's got Anna J, right? Yeah, I was trying to think of what her name was. I'd rather watch Anna. I like Anna J more than I like Jack Perry. At least she can wrestle and has some type of in ring ability more so than he does. Yeah, that's true. Um, At least she's like improved, like since her debut in AEW. Like, I just, I don't know. He just does not have that, that superstar appeal to me. And the best matches that he's had. Was the one that cage match with Christian? Yeah. Like, other than that, he's nothing. Like it's nothing that screams I'm Jack Perry, megastar. So no. Nope. Right well, here, who you got? <laughs> for me to be different, I didn't want to pick Jack Perry because <laughs> I thought that was the easy way out. So I went with maybe a little bit of a controversial pick for some people. But uh, I went with uh, Karrion Cross. I think uh, it's very sad. WWE has had no idea what to fucking do with him, and because of that, he's kind of he's kind of been miserable. I think he has had like no opportunities. The opportunities gotten. I mean, honestly, not to say he hasn't done nothing with him, but they don't let him do anything with him. So it's really not a fault onto him. Uh, like. His feud with Mysterio wasn't bad. Yeah, but like that's it. That's like all he's done. Yeah, like he shouldn't be. Yeah. He shouldn't be in a freaking 
match for the uh uh US championship and like lose first round to fucking Lashley because Lashley does not need that fucking title to be good. Not saying Karrion Cross does either, but like that's like a starting point in how you build him up. Well, yeah, it's kind of like expectation. Like, like he's not—he's not a bad wrestler or nothing. It's just the expectation you had for him because when he debuted back on the on the roster, you know, he pointed to Roman Reigns was like, "Oh, he's gonna be the next guy in the title hunt." You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and then they just haven't done anything with him. So, um, yeah, I could see where you could you, you could draw that with him. Like I said, it's not like a talent thing. It's this where you expected him to be versus where he's at. Right. Thankfully, he's not in gladiator gear this time around. <laughs> it's very true. Oh, man. Poor Karrion Cross. All right. Uh, worst female of 2023. Uh, Garrett, you can kick this one off for us. Uh, worst female, I went with uh, Trish Stratus. Uh, I uh, didn't want need her back on TV. She came back on TV. And I didn't think she looked that great. Um, but, you know, maybe I'm wrong. But uh, she could have stayed home and just been with her kids. She didn't need to come back on TV. Oh, crazy. Probably, I thought she wasn't bad in the Money in the Bank. And her cage match with Becky wasn't bad. But that's no. Nah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say. No way she's the worst wrestler 2023. You're smoking well, crack, kid. I mean, she's not Marina Shafir. <laughs> who I just watched on TV or, or and, Rio. <laughs> and uh, it was pretty bad uh, but uh, for my pick Ronda Rousey <clears throat> talk about Ronda Rousey Chris oh man normally I wouldn't say Ronda is the worst but 2023 Ronda Rousey's career like you can tell she didn't want to be there she didn't give a shit um, she was just there to fulfill the rest of her contract and quite yeah. check. That's not what we want as wrestling fans. Like we don't want that shit. It's the same thing with Lacey Evans. She didn't want to be there. So but that that's my pick for worst of twenty twenty three. I just oh I just I hope she stays retired and doesn't come back ever again. <clears throat> not even for a Hall of Fame induction. Which speaking of uh retired uh, my pick is uh, Soraya or Paige, however you want to refer to her as. Um, it's one of those things where, like, going back to the Karen Croft things, you kind of had like big expectations for her coming back. I was a fan of her, and uh, she's in NXT and WWE, and uh, just I, I don't know, this stuff in AEW hasn't been great. Like, it's been kind of lackluster. Um, her in-ring work has been okay, but I'm not like, oh, shit, did you see that ceramic? You know? Um, and that's okay, depending on who she's with, because that match with Britt Baker was god-awful terrible. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah is Britt funny, Baker. which is funny. This time last year, I think Carl and I, like, both unanimously slandered Britt Baker's worst wrestler of the year, and then she didn't wrestle, like, at all year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that, that's the thing. It's I don't know. To me, this bit Soraya's just been kind of lackluster. And to me, like maybe she should have gotten to some matches or something before making like a televised debut. I don't know. 
it just hasn't been there for me. No. Uh, and the storyline she's been in really hasn't done it for me either. So. The whole outcast thing just went to the wayside. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, right, Garrett. Uh, no, that was the last one. Okay. Uh, worst tag team for Sable of 2023. Garrett, start us off. No, I went with the last one. It's yours. Oh, you the last one? Oh, it's my yeah. turn. Okay. Uh, now, you just want to talk controversial with uh, <coughs> Karrion Cross. So, I picked the Hardys. Yeah, I saw that. Please explain um, why you would put the greatest tag team ever for professional <laughs> wrestling. That's the worst. They suck in AEW. Just, uh, it's what it is. Like they've done nothing meaningful throughout the entire year. All they've done has been, you know, trios matches with fucking Isaiah Cassidy. Oh, it's just just freaking ridiculous. Like you have like one of the greatest tag teams of all time on your roster and you're not using them correctly. I mean, it's not the Hardy's fault that they're in this position. Well, it kind of is because you can't trust Jeff Hardy with anything, apparently. Um, when you try to give him a run, this is what happens. <clears throat> but I think that they deserve more than what they're given in AEW. Do they need to be tag team champions? No. But can they have like a meaningful storyline or some type of story arc or something meaningful in your company? Yeah. Do something. Help them put over one of your younger tag teams instead of putting them in trios matches where they continuously lose every week or eight-man tag matches where they lose. Just, it just doesn't make sense. So, I mean, it's not their ability at all to wrestle. It's just their position in AEW has made them the worst tag team in 2023. Nothing meaningful. <sighs> yeah. Carl? Um, kind of picking it back in, uh, off of my previous answer, uh, this tag team kind of disappointed, like, kind of had high hopes. Because, um, like, when they originally debuted, uh, they were really good um, and kind of wanted to see them carry that momentum. Uh, but this year's kind of been, like, flat, and that's a uh, hit row. Uh, you know, kind of wanted more out of them. Really haven't got anything good. Yeah. I don't um... I see that too, and Hit Row was another one I was thinking about, but Hit Row doesn't work without Swerve. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. Yep. Very true, very true. <laughs> uh, Garrett, why am I not surprised at your pick? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it, you know what? It, it has nothing to do. I, I look, I'm just going to be completely honest. Bot- podcast listeners, this this team I'm saying is the worst. It has nothing to do with their wrestling ability except for like like one or two of them. But I just can't stand this team. So I just have to put them as worst. And that is metaphor. Whoever the fuck put these fucking four fucking pieces of shit together, I don't know. Like I love Noam Dar, don't get me wrong. But like he is so annoying with this group. I hate Lash Legends. She's she's grid in the ring. Don't get me wrong. I hate her character. 
the other bitch that's with her is, is even worse. <laughs> and then freaking the guy that wrestles like every fucking week and gets demolished. I don't even know why he's in that group. Just just kick him out. He's garbage. Just get him out of there. This, I just can't stand this group. Like, you want me to take you serious? Noam Dar as a fucking champion. Just lose the other three people. You don't need them. And be who you always are. One of, you know, the best wrestlers to come out of, like, uh, you know, Cruiserweight, you know, NXT UK. Just be that guy. He needs to go back to chasing uh, Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. <laughs> Oh, man, I like no Amdar. It's just, I do have to agree, the metaphor group is kind of annoying. So. They're so annoying. <clears throat> awesome. All right, so that brings us to one of the big ones here. <clears throat> Worst feud of 2023. Carl, kick it off for us. All right, I'm going to kick it off with the, the probably the best answer. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to go with uh, Baszler and Ronda Rousey. Uh, I mean, you know, they started start off as a, a tag team that we really didn't need. Uh, you know, and they're supposed to dominate the tag team division. Um, and then, uh, yeah, um, it just I, it led to, like, one of the worst matches of the year. Uh, probably. I mean, definitely the worst match of WrestleMania, right? Yep. Oh, by far. Uh, and uh, there was no real like payoff for Shayna Baszler because you know we thought it was gonna set her up to you know have like a dominant run, but then they end up just throwing her in another tag team. Uh, and Ronda, like Chris said earlier, like this seemed like she was out of it. The the promos wasn't very good. The match, like I said, the match wasn't very good, uh, and there was no payoff. So, it, it what was the point of this feed? Made made no sense. Yeah. They tried to add like that spark of realism to it with like Shayna, you know, going to Ronda, like you know, I busted my ass to get here. And you just walked in the front door, like it was yeah. nothing, <clears throat> and it didn't really have that same effect as you know, like the Hangman and Swerve, um, or even um, Rollins and Riddle, <clears throat> like that. That realism part of it just didn't do it because that's going to get us on Shayna's side because we all agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're saying exactly what we're all thinking, like. <laughs> The other part with that too is like one, it was super rushed, and uh two, like no one gave a shit. Yeah. And that's the shitty part too, is Shayna's a great wrestler. And like Carl said, there's no momentum for Shayna coming off of that match with, with Rousey just to get stuck into another tag team. I mean, Zoe Stark isn't bad. She's a great talent, she's a great wrestler, but Shayna deserves a little more. And it's especially coming off of she just beat like one of the biggest names in women's wrestling in WWE in Ronda Rousey, but she's not getting anything but another tag team. She's not even a tag team champion. Like, yeah, but I mean that's the thing too is like if she would have 
if it would have been a better match, maybe she would have had more momentum and they could have pushed her. Yeah. But that that match just like sucked ass. Like I don't know if it was just the stipulation, like MMA, but you know what I mean. Like is this I don't know match sucked ass. Yeah, you can't do an MMA stipulation match in professional wrestling. It just doesn't work. I don't like it when my real fighting when real fighting mixes with my fake fighting. <laughs> yeah. Damn I mean it's been done. It's been done. And it's, it's, it has. People it's been done well. Fight. <clears throat> yeah. They just couldn't pull it off, unfortunately. Like yeah. Shamrock and uh, fucking uh, Owen Hart pulled it off. Yeah, lines and matches and the, the dungeon match and all that, but not this. No. <clears throat> not that good. Um, Garrett, your worst feud of twenty twenty three. I feel like is the only worse feud than the worst feud that Kyle picked, which was Hook and uh, Jack Perry. Um. <laughs> You know, piggybacking off y'all talking about Jack Perry's the worst male wrestler. Well, that's just kind of where it kicked off, you know. He uh, turned heel on Hook, won the uh, FTW championship, which made no sense. Ran away like a little bitch. Didn't really do much with the storyline other than uh, Hook won the title back and Jack Perry basically falling off the face of the earth. (laughs) Oh, you just can't punch people randomly in a locker room. This is 2023. Come on. Yeah, he's real glass. Yeah, yeah, he's real glass. Real glass, bitch. (laughs) Uh, My worst feud was Edge and the Judgment Day. I I like Edge. I like the Judgment Day. But this was just terrible. Like, and we're talking like early on days of the judgment day, like in 2023 with edge, you know, moving away from the group. <clears throat> Finn Balor as the demon should have won that match with edge, especially if Finn was coming in to push edge out and replace edge in that group. There shouldn't have been any reason why edge should have won that match. And pretty much every other match having to do with the judgment day versus edge Edge won pretty much all. Like, what was the point of that? Like, I just, I don't get it. You're trying to push him, you know, developing the story of him leaving the group or getting kicked out of the group. He shouldn't be winning all these matches. It's just to get, you know, kicked out of this group. But I just, storyline wise, it just, it made no sense to me at all. I hope that they're going with that. <clears throat> oh, terrible. Oh. All right, and that was the uh, Russell Gunn Podcast Awards for 2023. If you don't like our picks, fuck you. We don't give a shit. (laughs) Uh, It's like we say, it's all subjective. I mean, you know, if you want to interact with us, call us up, talk to us about it. We'll talk to you, send us a comment or, you know. The, the only acceptable, uh, like, other best wrestler of the year that we'll give you um, is if you say our truth, we'll we'll agree. We we won't deny our truth. <laughs> yeah, our truth, our truth, our truth, our truth. I started. The best I started. In our life. I started. I started to pick Swerve as uh, he's up there in my like he's probably third on my list after Gunther. 
Oh, a lot of good wrestling this year. Hopefully it continues into 2024. <clears throat> uh, wasn't a lot for wrestling this week in our instant replay, of course, sponsored by W Energy Drinks. Check out W.GG and use the code WrestleGeddon to save 10% off your order. Um, just a quick rundown. Continental Classic Finals at World's End tonight. Oh, actually, let's just get into the World's End because this is where we're going anyway. Yeah, let's just talk about it because there was nothing on Raw. It was just a recap from what I remember. Smackdown was, Smackdown was the same way. Um, NXT, I don't really think much happened that I can remember. Because uh, I haven't watched much wrestling, to be honest. AEW seemed like it was kind of whatever. But yeah. Eight matches on this card, not counting the two pre show matches. Jesus Christ, Tony Khan, we don't need six hour pay per views. It's always a six hour pay per view, man. Uh-huh. Some of always. these matches shouldn't even be on here. <laughs> Uh, let's kick it off here. <clears throat> I don't really care about the the zero hour stuff because one of them is like fucking Hook versus Wheeler Yuta. Hey. Yeah, no one cares. Yeah, no one cares about that. The other one's a twenty man battle royal for a future TNT championship match. Gives a shit about that. Um, all right, let's go to the actual card for the pay per view. Swerve Strickland versus Keith Lee. Now, this is a result of Swerve not winning the finals for the Continental Classic, um, which Moxley won, and the uh, was it the gold block, and then Kingston won in the, the blue block. <clears throat> so here we go, another title match, brand new title, with John Moxley involved in the match. Yeah. Fantastic. Definitely, definitely dropped the ball. Uh only way you cannot have Swerve in this is if uh, you plan on fucking having him versus MJF next year. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. All right. So kicking it off with Swerve and Keith Lee. I'm going to go with, I mean, should be Swerve unless Tony Khan's a dumbass. <clears throat> well, we know Tony Khan's a dumbass, but. I'm going to go with Swerve. Um, I'm also going to go with Swerve. All right. We're all taking Swerve. Watch it be all Keith right. Lee. I'm be yeah, pissed. it probably will be. I'm <laughs> like, what the fuck? It'll be like, it'll be like a 20-second match, and Keith Lee will just do like a fucking finish and then win. I'll be mad right. as shit. Uh, TBS Championship match, Julia Hart. Defending against Abaddon, which I'm excited for this match. Not gonna Give lie. me Julia Hart. I like Julia Hart. <clears throat> yep, Julia Hart. Good match. Um, I'm going to pick Julia Hart as well. I don't see her. Unfortunately, I don't see her losing to Abaddon. Um, as much as I would like to see Abaddon carry a title, I don't think it's going to happen. Chris it's his best friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh Miro versus Andrade. This this makes no uh, 
I haven't watched Collision in a while, so like I don't even understand why these two are wrestling. Um, okay, so I can't do I'm a little sure it's bit. Got something to do with Lana. The, it, it does. Uh, so Lana is uh, managing Andrade, and that makes no sense. Well, it it doesn't. Anyways, uh, I'm going with uh, with Miro because I've heard there's speculation Andrade is going back to WWE. So, yeah, he's not going to win any more matches. I'm going with uh, Miro as well. Mm, I'm going with Andrade. But, yeah, he needs to go back to WWE anyway. Is he going back to WWE? Because I heard he's going back to AAA. I don't know where he's going, but you always see that the grass isn't always greener. Oh, I think a lot of people see that by now. Yeah. And unfortunately, as fans, you know, we kind of thought the same way too. Oh, they'll do better in AEW. And it's like, nah, you're doing worse. Look at Keith Lee. <clears throat> right. I mean, to be fair, Swerve, you know, has done a great job. Yeah, I think if Swerve didn't get released and they stuck it through and like they capped him, I think under Triple H, we probably would have seen something, seen something more with him. I just Vince just didn't understand the gimmick. <clears throat> Uh, we got eight-man tag team match. Ricky Starks, Big Bill, Kyle Fletcher, and Powerhouse Hobbs taking on the team of Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, sorry, the Sex Gods, Sting, and Darby Allen. <clears throat> Give me whatever team Sting's on. Hmm. <laughs> Give me, uh, give me the Don Callis family. You sure? Usually they have the faces when these matches. Yeah, I know, but I, you know, I gotta get my points somewhere. Yeah, okay. You need to give up points somewhere, right? Yeah, exactly. This is where I win. Yep. I'm also going to go with uh, Sting, Darby, and the Six Gods. Here, I'm surprised you're picking against the Six Gods. Well, I'm tired of uh, Sami Zayn not knowing Sami Zayn. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Sami Guevara. I'm tired of fucking <laughs> Sami Guevara not fucking knowing if he's a face or heel every other week, so... <laughs> Same thing with Sami Zayn. It's like, is he face? Is he heel? You know? <laughs> Who knows? Is he, is he snorting blue with Tony Khan? Nobody knows. <laughs> All right. Uh, AW Women's Championship match. Timeless Tony Storm against She's Not My Girlfriend, Rio. Kenny Omega. It's not my girlfriend, Rio. <laughs> Give me uh, 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 Tony Storm. Yeah, I'm going to go Tony Storm as well. I'm also going to go with Tony because you can't argue with 
Chin up, tits out, and watch for the shoe. All right, Continental Classic final for the Triple Crown Championship. Kingston versus Moxley. So disappointed in this. Yeah. It's like, why why even make that motherfucking announcement if this was going to be your your fucking final? I think we're going to see... I'm going with Kingston on this one. Um, The promo that we had between the two of them was, Moxley, you've never beaten me. I've beaten you. You know you can't beat me. I know I can beat you. So we're getting to that point where it's like, you know, what's left for Kingston to do? Beat Moxley. And even like the promo after um, when he beat Danielson, um, when they caught, when they're interviewing backstage, he's like, you know, I beat someone I've never beaten before in Brian Danielson. So I think that's what we're going to get with, with this too. So I'm, I'm taking Kingston. Um, I'm also going with Kingston. Well, there's only two things that make Tony Khan hard. That's (laughs) cocaine (laughs) and John Moxley's blood. And I think John Moxley is going to bleed all over the motherfucking place. Uh, And Eddie Kingston is going to beat him. (laughs) All right. Uh, TNT Championship match. No disqualification. Christian Cage versus Adam Copeland. Kind of a tough one. I'm going with Nick Wayne's mom. Nick Wayne's mom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going with with Christian Cage. I'm going with Cage also. Uh, I'm going to pick I'm going to pick Adam Copeland. All right. And finally, the AEW World Championship match. MJF Versus Samoa Joe. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with MJF retaining on this one. I feel like you missed a match, but uh, yeah, there should be another eight man. No, I only got one. Oh, uh, it's supposed to be like. Uh, it's supposed to be like it's like all the losers, so it's like Danielson, Claudio, and fuck, I don't remember. It's like all the losers from the fucking thing are like fucking on different teams. Uh, I saw it somewhere, yeah, not on Bleacher Report. This was updated today. Unless they just added that match. <sighs> Let me find it. I got you. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm picking I'm picking Samoa Joe. <clears throat> Carl, who you got? Um, 
think Garrett might be right. I think I'm gonna go with Samoa Joe. All right. Do we see the devil? Does the devil reveal himself? Yes. And it's Adam Cole, baby. You know it's all about the boom. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, I don't see it either. I swear (laughs) I saw it somewhere, but maybe it wasn't for uh, World's End. Maybe it's for like Collision or something. Yeah, I think I think the match to come out was supposed to be for Collision. Are they doing Collision this week? Is it pay per view? I don't think they do Collision on pay per view weeks. The pay per views on Saturday, right? Yeah, the pay per views on Saturday. Oh, maybe they're not doing Dude, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I saw it, I saw it somewhere where <laughs> maybe it's for dynamite. Maybe. Yeah, it's like all basically like all the losers are in a fucking like eight man tag. Bunch of losers. Bunch of losers. <laughs> all right, so that is for World's End, which is happening Saturday night. Pay-per-view. Oh, pay-per-view. Hop over to the Wrestler of the Week this week, which was my pick, and I went with oh, the most professional wrestler, Brian oh. Myers. <clears throat> and the, uh, the worst match professional wrestler. Did you go with... Uh, did you go with... Uh, uh, Edge versus Undertaker and the time Brian Myers came out there and got fucking thrown out of the ring by uh, Undertaker? No. I went with, uh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the uh, Monsters Ball match from this year. Uh, Brian Myers and Moose versus PCO and Rhino. Which is a great match. That is a good match. Awesome stuff there. Um. <clears throat> Because of the awards, we are going to skip G Money's quiz and we'll pop over to No Holds Bar this week. Yes, anything No Holds Bar. Um, I feel okay. like I had something. I don't remember what it was. <clears throat> no. Are we going to talk about the bowl games or are you going to talk about them next week? Or? We talk about next week. I did see, uh, I was watching a little bit of the. Uh, the NC State uh Kansas State game last night and uh I saw uh they they ate a, a guy dressed as a pop chart. Yeah if you saw that but they they ate, they were eating him. It's kinda they weird. Out of the t- they, you see him come out of the toaster there? Yeah that's like the best the best <laughs> thing ever. Might have to look that up. That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like a a pop tart uh, mascot and it popped up out of a toaster. It's like pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what about uh, Jeff Parker, man? Is he on the Fountain of Youth and is he back? Yeah, man. I heard he's only got to throw like 72 yards to uh, pass Johnny Manziel for both passing Brown. yards for the Browns. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> he might he might end this in the season with like the Browns' most like all time passing yards. Probably, <laughs> probably. 
<laughs> all the so, quarterbacks they've had that sucked ass. All of them. Uh, somebody said that uh, their one wish for uh, New Year's is that fucking Joe Flacco uh, eliminates the Ravens from the, uh, from the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I can see that happening, too. I said, yeah. uh, like, something to happen. Yeah, for sure. Chris, in case you didn't know, the Cleveland Browns have sucked ass for centuries. Oh, I know. And uh, they uh, traded uh, all these picks. Uh, no, they didn't trade any picks. They signed uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, gave him all this money, guaranteed his ass gets hurt, and uh, it was all part of the plan. All part of the plan. <clears throat> now they got uh, Joe Flacco, Mister Unibrow, fucking leading the leading the way in Cleveland. Awesome. Cleveland also Lions. has. I'll say Cleveland also has like the best defense in football, so that kind of yeah. helps. Yeah. Detroit Lions. Crazy, ain't it? That is yeah. crazy. Win the division. <laughs> I know. Fucking. Like, first time since fucking forever. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, awesome. Sorry. Right. They're, they're going to get destroyed in the first round of the playoffs. Don't worry. Probably. Probably, but. At least they'll be in the playoffs. Even. That's true. What are you going to say, uh, Chris? Well, I was saying you guys have a good Christmas. Yeah. Christmas good. Uh, I was under the weather, but yeah. other than yeah. that. Sounds like my kids house. Had, kids had a blast, <laughs> though. That's what counts. That's always what counts. Kids had a pretty solid haul. Um, I fortunately got the uh, new uh, Supreme CM Punk figure, which is freaking amazing. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'd I'd return it if it if I were you, but you know, <laughs> oh, I got a, one of the best figures they've made. I know. I'm fucking. <laughs> so. I got a one gift so far. And uh, it was like a a Funko rock Funko. <laughs> nice, awesome. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. You guys got plans for New Year's? Yep. Uh, grill out, make some steaks, have some alcohol. It's gonna be good. The tops yeah. on my couch. I probably have some alcohol, but also. Well, no, I probably won't. It depends on how I feel. If I still feel like I am now, I probably won't. <clears throat> Sorry, man. You got to drink that, you know, high proof alcohol, man, and kill the germs in your system. Oh, uh, might might do it. I didn't <laughs> think of that. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna sit on the couch and uh, find a new job. It was good times. Awesome. All right. If you guys have anything else for No Holds Bar? Nope. I don't think so. Nope. 
All right, well, let's close it out then with the theme of the week. Garrett, what's your pick this week? What you got for us? Um, I've been I've been like contemplating about what I want to do. Uh, I think I'm gonna do what I said to Chris. I was gonna originally do, and I'm gonna go with uh, a John Cena theme song, and it's gonna be his uh, 2002 rap song before Thugonomics. That probably nobody knows, but <laughs> me and Chris. What do you mean nobody knows? It was on the fucking album, dude. Yep. Nobody knows it, man. Don't lie to me. Awesome. Oh, good stuff there. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. <clears throat> Thank you guys for checking us out. Um, as always, uh, guys, have a happy and safe new year. If you are drinking, get yourself an Uber or cab or whatever walk home or don't go anywhere drink don't at home anywhere. yep Always save I uh save I do I do want to say before we before we do officially end the podcast and we do finish uh the new year out what are you guys hoping for in wrestling in the new year uh I'm hoping that with the rebrand <clears throat> from Impact to TNA, that TNA picks up some more momentum. Get some more eyes on their product. I'm hoping for a wardrobe malfunction. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know about hope. I'm excited to for the state of um, WWE. Uh, as you know, it's been a long time since, you know, Steph has been this up in the air. Um, and I'd like to see Roman Reigns uh, dethroned and, uh, you know, get some new blood up in there. People that want to wrestle want to be there. Yeah, I, I don't know if you heard, but I saw that... Uh... Saw that the Rock is apparently uh, gonna be at Elimination Chamber. Whether it's true or not, who knows? Oh. Only the only the Rock knows. Only the Rock knows. So to piggyback off both y'all, I kind of like both y'all. So I think I think the general consensus is excited for WWE next year. And excited for TNA to go back to being number two because I think they definitely can. Absolutely. Um, yeah, awesome talent. Yep. And I, I mean, they can be better than AEW, in my opinion. <laughs> it's not going to take much. They just nope. need a better TV deal. So. Yep. I agree. <laughs> uh, I think what I'm excited for the most, let's see. I'm just excited for. New winners of champions. Roman to get dethroned. Logan Paul off my TV screen. Um, which I was told, uh, just an honorable mention to, I was told to put Logan Paul as worst wrestler of the year. I kind of vetoed it, but uh, I was told I was supposed to. Who told you that? A unanimous source that won't be named. 
his wife. She despises both of them. Uh, anyways. I, can't, I couldn't even put Logan Paul as like best wrestler because like his matches have been great. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but hopefully, uh, you know, I kind of want to see MJF dethroned. I want to see someone else kind of lead AEW for a while. And I don't want it to be fucking Osprey. Swerve. It needs to be Swerve. Yep. If it's not going to be Joe, it needs to be Swerve. No, it needs to be why not Osprey? Shut the hell up, Gary. You have no clue what you're talking about. Oh, I'm not saying I. I'm just saying I'd rather it be like someone like Swerve or, you know, someone up and coming than somebody who like, literally is the best wrestler in the world without a fucking title. Not saying Swerve isn't. Like I feel like Swerve kind of needs a title sometimes, or he deserves it at least. We're like Will Osprey doesn't need the title for any purpose other than saying. He's Will Ospreay. I can win a fucking title. Yeah. I just think Tony Khan would be an idiot not to capitalize on Swerve's popularity. Yeah. Uh, wow. I mean, who could do so? Hey, but, uh, but you know. He acclaimed and just completely killed it. Well, you know, crack kills uh, brain cells, so you heard it from here from me first. Does it? <laughs> Uh yeah. All right, well, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you guys for checking us out as always. <clears throat> Make sure you go check out all our social media. You can find the link tree in the episode description below. Um, rate, review, subscribe, share, follow, all that fun stuff. Leave us some comments down below if you agree with our picks, disagree with our picks. Uh, you want to tell us how dumb we are for picking some of the picks we picked? If you want to yell at me for picking the Hardies. Make sure you do that in all caps in the comments below. All that fun stuff. Oh, right. On behalf of myself and my frogman sounding voice from the little rascals. (laughs) 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 Uh, We have Garrett G. Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Cross. This is episode 216 of your WrestleGed podcast. And we'll chat with you all next year. Ah, dad joke. (laughs) Later, Marks. (laughs) Happy New Year. Word, boy. Yeah. Comics.